This is a paid announcement by TechWorld JA. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TechWorld JA. Follow us on Instagram at tech underscore world underscore JA. Welcome to Reality Talk, and today our guest speaker, Ulmiran, student athlete, three times ISA Boys and Girls Championship finalist with a personal best of. 1.90 meters in high jump and 14.22 meters in triple jump coached by one of the very best Orville Brown I speak of no other individual than Mr. Tyreek Anthony Errol Wheatley thanks for accepting the invite mm-hmm. Mr. Big up there, man. so today let our listeners know who is Tyreek Wheatley um Tyreek Wheatley is a regular youth, you know. Um, I attend Wilmot's Boys High School. Um, I'm involved in track and field, and you know, that's just basically who I am. Yes, and many of our listeners want to know <clears throat> how did you get the name Arrow? Boy, <laughs> you know, say so I went with it in the first farm one time and put it off like a little interfarm football competition and you know I said penalty shootout are gone and uh, me if I kick the last penalty you know, you know. so I'm going to say no I'm going to sky the ball you know, and one of them I say yo oh you do that and I said no no one said it was an error and then the, the name just kind of just stimulated from there so and I guess you live on to the name or or, or, your, or your life has changed after that why six or that six years you know the man I'm come with that <laughs> and I must live, live on to the name man so let us know how you started track and field. <clears throat> um, I was actually when I attending St. Andrew Preparatory School. I was actually at a sports day and I was, I don't remember what the race was that I was doing, but I remember a coach saw me and you know, he told me that I should come and try out and thing. And then from there, I realized that, you know, I have a love for this sport. And then I just decided to just continue. So, as I said, you know, the love for the sport. What are some early achievements that you had in track and field at, at prep school? Um, early, I, I really didn't have that much early achievements, but um, I know I don't really consider like sports day. You know, champion boy three consecutive years at my school. You know, I went to the prep champs. Fortunately, not that I can remember of me making any finals, individual finals. But yeah, that's that's basically what my early track and field days were like. So I know you have accomplished a lot in track and field. Just take us back to a disappointing moment in track and field. Disappointing moment probably when I, the first time that I pulled my hamstring. That was in 2016. I was actually training one day and you know, I, I didn't warm up properly and the time was very cool and I was running and then you know I just felt and heard something pop in my hamstring. I mean it turned out to be a, a cramp however I was out for about two months and it took me and then it's like from there my hamstring has just been very weak but it has been getting stronger and stronger with the, under the guidance of my coach. I know that your arms string um, has become very weak so let us know what are some of the injuries that you had this season 
Um, some injuries I had. I had a knee injury, just recovering, probably about two weeks ago. Had a hamstring injury, the same hamstring as well. That was early in the season, and yeah, that that that, and you know, just some regular day-to-day pain. Nothing really serious about that. So, other than the injuries that you receive, what are some other difficulties that you faced this season? I think only the injuries have negatively impacted my season. So far, I have I'm far better ahead than where I was last season. So I'm just grateful for that. So your progress is um, according to plan. So there is no detour on the road to success for this season. No, no, I'm I'm comfortable with where I'm at right now, and I am pleased at where I'm at right now. Being comfortable this season has your diet played an important role in this season? It has because, you know, as an athlete, you have to really treat your body right for your body to treat you right. So, you know, the proteins and, you know, the shakes and, you know, you, you have to really, as an athlete, try and intake a balanced diet. And it has changed my diet because I haven't been really eating fast foods like that. Maybe like one or two times, but nothing, you know, consecutive. And I know your, your coach had giving you some diet programs that you should be a part of but other than the diet programs what are some other stuff your coach would have told you throughout the season um just some general stuff you know supplements to just kind of you know replenish my muscles after a hard days workout training um you know cool down properly warm up properly you know stretch properly you know all that stuff you know just basic general you know, rehabilitation work for my body. Yes, yeah, so just take us back to the first time you had a champs and even the first time at a chat meet. Yeah, actually, in first form, what happened was that I just kind of gave up a bit and check and feel like I didn't want to continue. And then, you know, it was actually my old coach from prep school that, you know, found out and told me I should continue training. First time I didn't go to champs, but in second form, I was in high jump and, you know, I was meant to go as a reserve and one of the youth them now, like, him hurt him too. So I ended up going to champs over him by default and I think it was that moment that I really realised my true potential and really decided to work and train hard. So your prep coach had played a very integral role in your success so far. Is he considered your biggest motivator or who would you consider as your biggest motivator he is one of my motivators but my biggest motivator i have to say is my mother you know i don't think anyone has took the, taken the time out of their life as much as her to ensure that i have all the basic necessities that i need to compete you know um she has been at almost at all my chat meets and you know yeah just big up to mother for that i know that your mother um, plays an important role. Uh, what what says your, your dad? And what are their experiences with you throughout the season? Yeah, my father has been there for me in track and field. You know, he has been to um might not have he might not have been to as much track meets as my mother, but you know, he has been to champs. He has seen me compete before. You know, and he also ensures that I have the necessities that I need to compete as well. So, as you mentioned, the trap meet, we saw you getting some medals. Just let us know exactly what took place. Yeah, um, throughout the season, I competed in 
Bait knew my son to chat me. So only chat meets I did not compete in was I think it was the Camperdown Classics. I did not compete at that chat meet. But otherwise and that I've been competing, you know, the medals were for various amount of events, um high jump and the triple jump. Basically, yeah. High jump and triple jump has been what I've been getting my medals in. Let us know a little bit more about the events that you do because recently I heard that you started the pole vault. Tell us how that has been for you. Yeah, I mean, everybody know that. When everybody think of pole vault, everybody say, Oh, me, nah, man, nah, that man, you know, because, you know, them things say, yo, them are got dead or whatever, but I don't watch that because, you know, I love challenges. But, you know, really and truly, my coach just saw me one day and just thought that I'd be a really good candidate for the event, and, you know, I've been training for it now for about one and a half months now. So it's something that I'm really looking forward to next season to try and see where it takes me. Please forgive me for straying a little bit. But many of our listeners wanted to know how was your first um, relationship? Boy, <laughs> uh, when I count them prep school thing, you know, but I take it back in high school, you know. I tell you, say, me and a girl in a second form, you know. Love, like, me, I try to forget the girl for about six months, you know. And then I'm um, finally get the girl, you know. It's like, when I get her, it's like, I never bother want her, you see it. So, anyways, you now, we're there, and I ask her for my girlfriend and thing. And, you know, she said, yeah, I'm well happy, you know. But me, I say, yo, what next, you see me? Anyways, you now, so the following day, you know, you know, I tell her, I say, yo, me, I left her as a prank. But, do you she take it? Like, she take it well cool, you know. So, I never bother tell her it's a prank, though. I just love it and just say, yo, yeah, man, can't bother with this, and only for fine, okay. We're still kind of friends, okay. We talk from there, and from time to time, and I remember now she did bad and them things, but, you know, boys be boys, and a long time that now, man. So, how long did it take her to recuperate? <laughs> yeah, we got to ask her down there, my boss. You can't ask me that, man. <laughs> well, you... It's your choice to confirm or deny. Um, are you presently in any relationship? Because I know the girls are after you as the image man of Olmos. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in a relationship right now. Let us just get back to the meat of the matter. How do you handle the pressure at champs versus the pressure at chat meet? All right, so the pressure at champs compared to the chat meet now. Think about this. The capacity of the stadium is 35,000 from grandstand to bleachers. When you go to chat meet, most probably is like half a grandstand alone full up. And it, when you go to champs and you hear all the horns and the people shouting and things, you know, I go feel nervous and things. But how I usually cope is that I just remember what my coach tell me that is just to execute and to have fun. So, does your coach? Instructions change as it relates to chat meet. Maybe it's getting closer to the champ season. He doesn't want you to injure yourself or anything. Don't push toward. Is it is it the same way they encourage you or they, they give out instructions or does it change? It's the same way, you know, just to go out there, execute, you know, be confident and have fun, you know. If I'm feeling pain, I will tell him and if there's any necessary ch- um, changes such as for me to forfeit, retire the arm from the competition, then... He would tell me, but otherwise from that, just to execute, be confident and just have fun. 
And I know you have been rep- representing Ulmas well. Just let us know. What would you say is your biggest impact to Ulmas? My biggest impact to Ulmas probably would have been, you know, helping the younger ones, you know, find their potential, you know. Um, when I'm not training, I enjoy, you know, helping out, you know, like the smaller athletes, you know, especially the jumpers, you know, because I believe that everybody will have their time because when I just started high jump, I was not good. You know, and it took me a while before I realized my true potential. So, you know, I just like to help others just realize their potential and just help work with them along the way. I know being a role model yourself, you must look up to somebody. Let us know who your role model is. Um, a role model I probably have to say is my mother. You know, she's a very hardworking, determined, loving, caring woman and she makes so much sacrifices so that she can see me smile and no one has ever showed me that type of you know love and care for me and yeah i just want i just love i just love to be like my mother in the future i know your mother has contributed a lot to you and has she been your role model has she ever gave you a quote to live by or something that you use as a standard I'm not really, you know, you know, mother just be like my coach, just telling me to just have fun and, you know, be confident and, you know, and win, lose, or draw, you know, I'm still her winner. But, you know, that's basically what she really tells me before I go to compete. <clears throat> On social media, I know you always be posting some quotes. Um, what is one of the biggest or should I say most impactful quote to you? Um, there's actually two quotes that I really, you know, found very inspirational. Um, One of them from Malcolm X, he said, you know, live like a man, have no fear of nothing or nobody whatsoever. And another quote, um, I'm not sure who said it, but aside, it goes, a seed grows with no sound, but a tree falls with huge noise. Destruction has noise, but creation is quiet. And that is the silence. That is the power of silence. Living like a man that's dead already, have no fear of nothing. What would you like to leave with our listeners today before you go? Um, you know, the journey to success is not going to be easy, you know. You're always going to have people that are going to try and bring you down. People are going to, you know, not support your dream, but it's your dream. Live your dream for yourself and not for anybody else. Because at the end of the day, you know what you want and only you can go for it. So just put in the work. Be dedicated, stay determined, and just work hard. All right, guys, you have just heard the voice of Mr. Tyreek Anthony Wheatley. Thanks for stopping by today and hope we see you performing at Champs and even further in life. Well done. All right, respect.